today on City Cash Chicago. Y'all, there's some real drama happening in Chicago's 45th Ward on the northwest side of the city. As we see on the video at 3 a.m., the woman playing loud music and screaming runs over their lawn multiple times. Yeah, we're not just talking about reality show gossip here, though. There's something bigger going on, something pitting neighbor against neighbor. You see, what's happening in the 45th Ward is a microcosm of how our city is changing. It's Wednesday, July 7th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. And I'm going to be honest with you, Ariel, I've read some articles over the last month that had me asking, what the hell is going on in the 45th Ward? You and me both, man. Except Ariel Perella Orelli is actually the one writing these stories. She covers the far northwest side for Block Club Chicago. That includes the 45th Ward and its controversial alderman, Jim Gardner. How would you describe the alderman and, and how he works with constituents? Uh, a lot of folks have said that he has done a lot of closed door meetings in the past. He does have a rap for silencing his critics and people that do not agree with him. People have told me that they just feel like they're not listened to and that he's not representing them. I can imagine that people across Chicago, right? It's a very diverse city feel that they don't have strong ties to their aldermen, that they don't feel that there's transparency in their war. In the 45th, it's gone to the point where people are bringing lawsuits. Gardner had a lawsuit back in 2020 involving a, a staff. A lot of people just refer to it as the cell phone lawsuit. Ah, the cell phone lawsuit. Okay, quick recap. There are active lawsuits against current alderman Jim Gardner. One of them is a guy who's not even politically involved at all. He found a phone that belonged to someone who works for Gardner. Next thing he knows, he's in jail for stealing the phone he found. Yeah, he's suing. There is also vandalism happening, including one woman, a supporter of Gardner, driving her Ford Explorer through her neighbor's front yard at so three in the morning. His wife is in the garden and this woman drives by and yells, uh, stop following the alderman. Allegedly because he's an opponent of the alderman. And, and then she just like backs up again. So how the hell did things get this bad? You're probably not too interested in being like, in 1887, started as a German farming community. And, but like, I would probably draw it back to 1967, which is when the transit station opened up. Alex Nicken watched how changes in the 45th Ward, especially the issue of affordable housing, started to shape the area when he was a reporter for DNA Info covering the Northwest Side back in 2016. All right, let's go to 45th Ward 101. Which neighborhoods are included in the 45th Ward? Most of the 45th Ward encompasses Jefferson Park. Uh, up on the northwest side, including the Jefferson Park Blue Line Transit Station. And then it sort of fans out into Portage Park, where it covers the really big, busy Six Corners District at Irving, Cicero, and Milwaukee. And the type of people who are living in the Jefferson Park area, um, I know it's diversified recently, but what is that demographic largely look like? A lot of city employees, a lot of people who have been living there multiple generations. It was seen and is seen still by many 
as a kind of sleepy bedroom community, the kind of place where cops and firefighters and first responders and other city employees would have volatile shifts during the day, and then they could just sort of retreat back to their little haven away from it all. And because of the city rules that say that if you're a police officer, you have to stay inside the city, they often uh, will live in, in these sort of outer neighborhoods. More recently, like you were alluding to, over the past 10 or 20 years, Latino families moving up from like the Belmont, Craig, and Hermosa area. You've also seen a lot of younger families. The local schools out on the, the farther in the Northwest side have a really good reputation. And we've seen that kind of growth, a sort of younger, more liberal, cosmopolitan kind of cohort moving in. And I think that's where you see the root of a lot of political and cultural clashes going on. What really splits this community down the middle? I would say more than anything, it is about housing and density. And this really, really reached a fever pitch, especially in January 2017. So this was like right after the Trump election and people were sort of like on edge already. And John Arena comes in and says, okay, we are going to build a 100 unit mixed income, seven story housing complex right next to this transit station. The backlash was enormous. People waving signs, literally saying, we don't want Section 8. They were bringing up Cabrini Green. They were saying, you know, it was public housing. John Arena was the alderman elected in 2011 over the 45th. and was one of the founding members of the Progressive Caucus and City Council. Arena came into office on a platform of social justice issues and police reform. He sort of represented this new guard in the ward, the younger, more liberal families and Latino families moving into the area. And when we start talking about mixed income, Section 8 affordable housing, a lot of that becomes co-switching for younger black and brown residents. Absolutely. I mean, especially when they started talking about crime, they said this is going to lower our property values. It really was a striking and kind of sad symbol of why it is so hard to build affordable housing in a lot of these, you know, less dense, wealthier neighborhoods. And John Arena's position was really, no, I think this is the right thing to do. And um, if you don't like it, you can vote me out of office. And that's exactly what residents in the 45th Ward did, which gets us to current Alderman Jim Gardner, who ran basically on the platform of being the opposite of John Arena. Gardner appealed to those residents who wanted to keep the Northwest side the way it had always been, basically a homogenous suburban-like neighborhood. He had a, tried to espouse this appeal of he was a firefighter, he was a city worker, he was a basketball coach, he was this kind of guy next door who we all know and, and appreciate. He certainly had a sort of mild, at least appeared a really mild temperament and mild manner, and he wasn't openly and in, in consistently talking about that one mixed income housing development, but that really was sort of, I think, the unspoken flashpoint at the middle of the whole campaign. Do you think that the tension that we see in this community, is that unique in the city, or do you think that plays out across wards all over the city? I think that there are definitely elements and undercurrents of this happening all over the city, and especially in these sort of outer bedroom communities, you know, Norwood Park, Dunning, and, and even in the, the southwest and, and far south side places like, you know, around Midway and Mount Greenwood and, and Beverly, a real clash between values of the bungalow belt and wanting to just keep everything quiet. And I would argue the same thing is playing out all across the country in suburbs everywhere where there are older, more established homeowners who say, I like things the way that they are and I don't want any kind of new new craziness or, you know, some might argue diversity coming into the ward. And then you also have this younger, more progressive cohort trying to shake things up. I think that is a tension that plays out everywhere. I think that 
it has been really highlighted in the 45th Ward by just the unique and extremely different personalities and styles of John Arena and Jim Gardner. The next Aldermanic race isn't until 2023. We do not know yet if Alderman Gardner is running for re-election. We do know that the 45th Ward could look different as new ward maps are currently being drawn. By the way, we reached out to Gardner's office for his response to all the drama. We didn't hear back. Some good news to get you through. Many of you have responded to our audience survey, but we want all of you to. Please tell us what you like and what you don't like about the pod, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $100 Visa gift card. The survey is at chicago.citycast.fm slash survey. Hey, and while you're on the site, sign up for our daily newsletter. I'm telling you, it's packed with Chicago stories, events, and even some moments of joy. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.